0: Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast.
1: All you've got to do now is the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct and you go it? through that
0: doorway to the greatest little country in the world. Good morning, everybody. This is Annie for Showreel Three CRs look at the Australian film industry, and uh, it's. Uh, we started slightly early, which I should apologise for. But, you know, those people in the in the talk back with attitude uh, frame of mind, you know, sometimes they're early, sometimes they're late. I don't know. You can't, you just really can't control them. Today, we're going to be looking at another of the Australian films that are going to be on at the Venice Film Festival. The Horizonte Prize at Venice Film Festival starts on September, in early September. Uh, West of Sunshine. It's uh, the debut feature film from award-winning Melbourne director Jason Raftapophilus. And uh, we had a chat with Jason as well as... The producer of uh, West of Sunshine, Alexandros Ursus. a v- Fantastic uh, chat with these guys. Uh, it's a big adventure. They uh, got chosen to be in an incredibly prestigious international film festival amongst four uh, films from Australia that are going to be there. There's ones that are in the Golden Bear uh, running, but uh, this is the parallel universe for Venice Film Festival, which is the Orizonte Prize. Last week we uh, featured uh, a short that's going to be in the uh, shorts category, which is uh, there's only 12 in the whole of Australia. That's the knife salesman that uh, we talked to the guys who were part of that last week, and uh, today we're going to feature Jason and Alex Zandros. From West of Sunshine But before we do Let's uh, hear about something quite amazing Feel your spine tingle As the Millennium Chorus sings Haven Their 20th concert Special guests include Jessica Hitchcock, Sally Ford Lamine Sonko In a new space Plenary, Melbourne Convention Centre On Sunday, August 20th at 2.30pm, go to boite.com.au or call 94171983. The Boite Millennium Chorus.
1: A 3CR supporter.
0: Sounds wonderful, you could just wrap yourself up in that uh, musical sound, couldn't you? Lovely warm thing for uh, the winter that we've been experiencing going into, well, I think we're going into spring now. Uh, you're on, sol- uh, on Showreel with Annie, we're looking at the Australian film industry. West of Sunshine, like I said, we're going to talk to Jason, who's the director, and uh, Alexandros, who is the producer of West of Sunshine. Let's get on with the business. So we're here talking to Jason and Alexi, who are connected to a film called West of Sunshine. Now, how did the production get underway?
2: Yeah, so Jason and I actually met years ago while Jason was studying at Swinburne University. So he did his course there with my uh, elder brother and we met there. And Jason had made a short film called Father's Day, which won the best film at the Swinburne Awards that year. Um, Fantastic short film. Uh, This was back in, I think, 2011, around then. Um, And Jason and I uh, then spent some years apart doing our own thing, and we caught up in late 2015 um, and decided that we wanted to make a film together. Um, and set about uh, doing that. Jason had some scripts that he was working on, and so th-
0: Alexi, were you a um, what part? You, you're the producer of this film.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: So, uh, did you always want to be a producer?
2: No, <laughs> n- n- I'm not sure. I knew what a producer yes, was when I was younger. <laughs> uh, a lot of people still don't know what a producer is, but um, no, look, I was uh, running around making films with my. My older brother, when we were three, four years old. All oh, right. And so you had a yeah. So so that was always kind of part of uh part of my life, and uh, I actually studied commerce law at university. But my brother went to film school, and I started producing his films. Uh, and it was at that time that I started exploring European cinema. And I remember watching, you know, some of the French New Wave films and just being, having my mind blown, essentially. um, Because they're not American. Yeah, exactly. You know, you grow up on on Hollywood and and Star Wars and Hook and Indiana Jones and, you know, then you see Breathless. um, (laughs) And you really are, you know, you you didn't know that that could be done in that medium or you start watching Bergman films. uh, And again, um, you know, you start realising the potential of film and cinema. Uh, and so, yeah, I started producing his short films. uh, worked with some other filmmakers who were at Swinburne as well and produced my first feature film uh, in 2014. It was a horror film called Plague that my brother co directed uh, and he wrote the screenplay for that. So, Costa Uzas. Uh, so, yeah, he's a writer director as well. We made that film out in Mansfield, 14 days. We are living on top of Mount Buller, driving up and down to location every day. Um, And that was an amazing experience. Um, And off the back of that... Well, all films
0: are amazing experiences, aren't they? Because what happens is you're in this little world uh, that is self-referential. And you can... I mean, there could be a bomb outside and it wouldn't (laughs) make a difference. Yeah, that's right. You really are in
2: in a bubble um, for, you know, the entire time that you're on set. Um, It's very demanding um you know you're not getting much sleep you're kind of working around the clock um in that case we were shooting in 40 degree heat inside a shed oh you were lucky Uh, yeah and then you know you'd go back to to uh base at night or to the accommodation and you'd be rehearsing for the next day um but look i love that that style of um production i love it when it's hands-on and it's kind of that diy approach um i think that you know you can kind of give yourself some restraints within the production like it has to be one location um, X amount of of characters, um, and I think from there, you know, creativity can kind of really, uh, really spur.
0: Well, there's a big difference between deciding to do Plague and working on Jason's film, which is, as you say, Jason is a love affair with uh, uh, Italian neo-realism.
1: Well, I mean, this this uh, th- the difference between that is we had 32 locations in 18 days. So, this is essentially a road movie shot on the streets of Melbourne. Um, Which part of Melbourne, though? Oh, pretty much uh, Preston to Elwood and uh, Deer Park to Hawthorne. Pretty so, much so it covers. So, you did
0: your location uh, scouting?
1: <clears throat> I did it with my cinematographer, Tom Neal. Yeah. Uh, and my production designer Anna Russell, uh, we pretty much, and of course Alexi as well. So you know, Alexi was just uh, hands on the whole time with me, which was great. But um, in terms of uh, locations, it was you know we had to we had to um, kind of sign off myself, Tom, and my production designer. We kind of multi pronged it and just say what could work. Um, a lot of the time, uh, locations were kind of sought out once once we got kind of. Um,
0: were they led by the script?
1: uh yeah absolutely or was it the A- other A- way no no look um the script the script it was pretty specific, but then we would find places within uh Melbourne that kind of could fit uh so for example, I mean we're shooting uh, from South Melbourne market to the streets of uh um uh, high street kind of preston we uh we we, we we thought what was the look and feel we needed for this kind of urban sitting in Melbourne, and we wanted it as diverse as possible uh, we, uh, Melbourne in itself, the landscape is an absolute character in the film it speaks to um kind of the the structure that this character is living under you know the kind of oppressive structure that it 's uh, that that he's living under, and uh, so yeah, continue- I wanted to celebrate. I wanted to celebrate Melbourne as well. I mean, this is my hometown, and i and part of why I wanted to make a film here was because this is part of my own iconography. I mean, this is what what uh I grew up in. I, you know, these were the streets that I walked through as a young boy and the city felt quite huge to me and I remember walking through the laneways as a six, seven, eight year old when I you know, when I spent um time at my dad's work in the C B D. So I always felt connected to the city, you know, and um and watching <clears throat> films and watching Australian films uh one of the thing that one of the things I always what I wanted to do was celebrate the city.
0: You're both of a Greek background, aren't you? Yeah. Does this, uh, which is great, because obviously you're seeing the uh, world, the city, the world in a non Anglo way. Is that true? Am I jumping the gun there?
1: No, I think I think uh, the film, when you see it, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I I didn't cast ethnically specific, but I just cast as is. and part of the faces of the city that are represented in the film are what I understand to be good old true Aussie. Uh, and so we have all kinds of faces in this film and not pointing specifically to any culture, yet they are what I know to be Melburnians. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I completely see the world with uh, those kind of... I don't know.
0: Well, your touchstone's different. Yeah, yeah, potentially that's right. Speaking. Yeah. I mean, I come from an Irish Celtic background yeah. with a bit of Italian German thrown in. Yeah, yeah. So my background references are not mainstream. So yours must be really not mainstream. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, it just it just feels right. Yeah. it just feels which right is to great, me. which yeah. is
0: great which is something that um I look forward to to seeing it's called uh, west of sunshine so obviously you're looking at the west of melbourne or is that uh metaphorical
1: it's metaphorical yeah. um, w- coming up with the title i mean uh, the short was called father's day but and that goes to theme in a sense of you know the father son relationship that's in the film but west of sunshine um Uh, Was for me a place, a place in the mind of the character, a place where um, I've always said it's a place where uh, the sun doesn't set, it's where his family lives, it's where uh, it's a place over there where hope is, where love is, you know, where the future resides. So for me, it's always been a metaphor, you know, of where his mind state is.
0: Now, you did your first short short which is the kernel of this film a mm-hmm. father's day mm-hmm. in 2011 yeah Did, was it important to have a an, uh, someone else who could help you realize your dream of making a feature because this is your first feature in that six years
1: yeah look i mean i i feel really blessed that uh alexi and i have been working together i think i've met um, <clears throat> a collaborative partner in in him and uh Without him, there's no way I could have done that, and I know that. Because um, people kind of, have different strengths. Absolutely, and, and what Alexei brings to the table uh, has been huge for the film. So, I mean, it's been a really great, you know, counterbalance to me, and we, I think our lines are really clear, you know. Alexi is an incredible... Um, producer, he's incredible at organising, he's credible at, uh, at being a really great leader as well. Um, so, and he was so, there so on the set you, with so, us every day.
0: Yes, Alexi, so you, you, because uh, the producer is generally the money man, money woman. Yeah, that's right. Could be either one of them, um, often is a woman. Uh, but you're obviously, there's a name for people like you who are actively involved in the actual productions, isn't there a you know, like a creative producer, not just a person who is money. You also have an eye to the actual development. Like, so Jason, if you say... We've got to do this. And Alexi, you say, it's going to cost too much money. We want a crane shot. We want a helicopter shot. You, and you have to say, no, you can't.
1: <coughs> it's, yeah. in, uh, well, look, I mean, that, I don't think we kind of worked like that in a way. Cause I mean, I've got my eye, I mean, I've got my eye on that, that bottom line as well. Right. So, yeah, right. So, so, <coughs> so in I a way, I guess that was the question. Yeah. The question is, um, Look maybe you, you, you could answer that better than yeah, that. I think
2: you know one of the most important roles of a producer is to support the director 's vision, and it's so you know, it is so important to choose the people and the directors that you work with very carefully. I think that as much as you need um, a director with a strong creative vision, you need someone that, who's pragmatic. And who's practical and that can get the job done because you know going out there and managing forty people on a film set every day, um, day in day out, managing pre-production, managing post-production, it's a huge um, you know it's a huge undertaking, and so you want to make sure that you're working with people that are that are aware of you know how big that undertaking is and and what that bottom line is and what that means to um, the limitations that you know they have to impose on themselves and. You know, one of the reasons I wanted to work with Jason from the outset is, is that he did have a level of maturity from the very beginning and this is a story about a father and a son and I think that you need to experience certain things in life to be able to talk about those things from the heart. I think that's really important and, um, you know, it speaks to Jason's character that he has been able to convey his story um, through film.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? You've got to have the magic you got to have the magic in, Jason. You must have the magic. <laughs> Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a program on film, on filmmakers and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR. Yes, and you're on uh, the other film show that uh, 3CR offers you, Showreel. And uh, we're talking to the film director and uh, the producer of West of Sunshine, which is making its way to the Venice Film Festival. Fantastic stuff for them. And it's fascinating to listen to uh, how a group of people actually build the capacity to actually make a feature film that can do so well or make a feature film that can do so badly. Who knows? Uh, Either way, it's a hard deal to uh, put it into space. And uh, I just want to remind you that a very good Australian film that's coming up, uh, it's beginning its season at the Nova, Killing Ground, very uh, worth going to see. We talked to, to the director last week. Uh, you should put it on your calendar and uh, make sure that you go and see it Killing Ground by Tasmanian director Damien Power who has now signed uh, to an American company. There you go. He's got an American agent on the strength of Killing Ground. But it's a quintessentially Australian film, and it's got Aaron Pedersen in it. Very interesting film indeed. Tightly done. Very nice. Anyway, I'll uh, finish up the show with uh, the last part of our little chat with uh, Jason and uh, Alexi. A uh, fascinating crew, uh, a film called uh, West of Sunshine. Hopefully we will get to see it because the world premiere is going to be at the Venice Film Festival. So let me think about something you said earlier, which was uh, that it's metaphorical. Uh, is this one of the reasons for why uh, West of Sunshine has been chosen uh, in the Venice film festival i mean i know it's not in uh the for the, in competition for the golden bear but it's certainly in competition for the parallel uh horizonte section of the competition because it, it speaks to a universal audience
1: um look i th- i th- i can't i can't say why we were chosen really Just specifically you're <laughs> uh i can't i can't go to that but i can only say that <clears throat> it's a film uh it's a film with heart. Uh, it's a film uh, with a character that has a problem, that uh, but then in the process of dealing with that problem, learns something very specific about himself and about what's important. And I think um, it's a really simple plot, but it goes to a universal theme of what love is. So really, in essence, it's a love story. It's a love story about a man... Uh, understanding what love is for himself uh to himself uh and one of love towards his family so um look it's it's it in its simple kind of
0: and it it's not american uh, schmaltz because it's actually coni- it's uh framed in uh a world of dire need <laughs> yeah. economic need as yeah. opposed to yeah. i mean it's not a simple lesson
1: no, no. It's uh, look. It's uh, you know these these characters are, you know they're working and they're they're of salt of the earth and they're they're kind of you know working class Aussies trying to trying to do trying to get by, uh, and so yes, I mean part of <clears throat> the reason we shot it the way I did and with that kind of uh, cinematic reference was because that lends itself to this kind of story. Uh, look, I mean I I. I can't speak to why it got chosen. I can only be thankful for it. And uh, well, you've got some and, great and actors. No, and I'm and I'm absolutely blessed with the actors that yeah. we were able to get. And Damien uh, and you know, and our young uh, Ty, who's never acted before, you know, are doing some incredible, beautiful work. And
0: so, so he's actually uh, the young boy is actually Damien's stepson in real life. That's right. So, did that help?
1: Yeah. Well, look, it was uh, in finding Ty. <clears throat> um, we were looking for kids to play the sun. And when that idea came about of potentially uh, casting or looking at Damien's stepson... Um, we kind of I tread really carefully because you know that can be tricky can be fraught but it is but it all it can Before, also be, be great so so um that process was really interesting because it was one done very gently and discreetly in a sense or kind of almost. Uh, without him knowing, so and, and been, also
0: made the mother comp- and partner completely supportive of the two. I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, look. I mean, uh, double uh, whammy. Beth, who's the, the mum and, the, and and Dame's uh, wife, is um she's she's incredible and been very supportive. And uh, look, it was really about kind of um, committing to this idea of of working with actors and non actors. I thought what Tame Ty brought to the table was something very pure and honest, and and uh, uh, part of my job was trying to elicit that out of him in a way that was not actorly at all. So working with non-actors can be fraught, but working with Ty uh, was a beautiful experience and also working with Dame was fantastic. And, of course, uh, while I'm here, I have to mention uh, fantastic cast in Cat Stewart and uh, Arthur Angel and Tony Nicolakopoulos and Faye Smythe, who are all great supporting roles.
0: yeah and they obviously were really keen to work on this because it was it allowed them the thing about actors is they like to act
1: yeah well <laughs> part of the part of the thing what one, one of the things that i um uh, look for in film is uh i mean authenticity in performance as well so you know my job is to try and create an environment where they can kind of live that way and uh and uh teasing that out of them and and just making that world uh, for them as uh, comfortable and as clear as possible is is the best I can do. And then when you give them that, they can jump off and, and just feel supported and give their best work, which I think they've done in this.
0: Yeah. And so it, you, the shoot was 18 days. How yeah. long was post-production? Did you have enough material to do the edit?
1: Yeah, look, I, you know, we, we did, we had a couple of pickup days, but they weren't performance related they yeah. were, were kind of maybe just um, stuff that we needed some extra stuff but uh, we That's pretty, good. We That's have pretty
0: a, good planning
1: Yeah no we did we planned really well and uh, look I mean and that came down to one our cinematographer and our production designer and uh, we shot it quite lean. There's no doubt about it. You know, it was a lean shoot, but well, eighteen days. Yeah, there's so much you can get in there. So, uh, and what? But, 30, and
0: did you say thirty-two locations? Yeah.
1: Thirty-two locations, eighteen days. And I've got to give a shout out as well while we're here to our fantastic editor, Paul Rowe. Well, that's so, right. I was going to ask you know. You that. So he's uh, he's, a, he's a he's a he's a master. So he's uh, he's he, we together. We've kind of put something, and he's he's been instrumental in in finding those fantastic moments even within the lean amount of f- film that we have in 18 days of shooting.
0: One one of the uh, I did an interview with someone who was a first time documentary filmmaker so it's a, but he said something he was an actor and he said something really interesting to me he said that when he first started off doing it he, he didn't really know what he was doing but after a while what he realized was that it was the look in their eyes that gave him the uh, trace of what was going to happen next, and if he followed their eyes, then he got the result. Is that? Is there something you know? When you come to edit points, when you decide that, what 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 are you thinking of? What are you What are you liking about in your filmic vocabulary in the editing? <clears throat> um.
1: Uh, so that's a really good question. I mean, story is ultimately to- told through the reactions of actors. Yeah. Okay. So that's really how you go kind of move from a moment to a moment. Um, of course there are, there are story and plot points and turning points and structural kind of things that you've placed in screenplays uh, and and things you wanna you want to uh,
0: Because on the paper tell. it's one thing.
1: That's right. But
0: in live action it's another Yeah,
1: that's right. So that so it's it's really what happens to the actor. It's an emotional thing that you feel, especially in the edit. It's actually something that is akin to making music. Mm. That's how, that's what I think of the editing process and, and how you, how you make those notes work is, you know, sometimes down to the frame.
0: So, so when you did the actual results, different people came in and had to look at the rushes or the uh, rough cut, more like, um, was there much of a process there?
1: That's a really good, interesting point. Um, I'll, um, I'll just finish off with this. Like Paul and I were probably editing for was it ten weeks yeah. straight? Yeah. yeah. So ten weeks we're in a hole together for you know, which <laughs> you know can you know you, you get to know someone really well, yeah. um, and then and then once and we had I that, see
0: you're married, so everybody uh, yes. got put on the back burner. <laughs>
1: Correct. That's right. <laughs> they um, love you dearly, Jason. No, uh, and look, and and to be honest, what happened at that point was. Um, a very small select people, I think. Yeah, because you'd have to to be careful. Yeah,
2: so, you know, and... uh, Yeah, we organised a screening um, down at VCA. They were kind enough to offer us a a screening room and we got some trusted people in there. The heads of department from production came back and they were able to watch the cut that Jason and Paul had been working hard on. Um, And it was at that point that, you know, they started getting some feedback, some objective feedback. Um, Were there many
0: arguments, saw points?
2: I don't know. There are many arguments. I think. No. I think one of the things that um, you know is, is again great about Jason's process is that he's open to taking an idea, no matter where it comes from. Mm. So, and I think that that really helps because in such a collaborative process, you do have ideas coming from anywhere. I mean, a sound recorder might throw an idea, you know, on set on the day that might work. And I think to stay open to all sorts of different notes or ideas on set is really important um, to the creative process. And I think that, yeah, that's one of the things that Jason's been so good at.
0: Yeah, that's great. What did you learn from doing a short to doing a feature?
1: <sighs> um, Everything. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a great question. I, it, it's a totally different animal, that's for sure. It's a completely different beast. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one is the sustaining of the energy. The second is um, uh, I think the amount of mental energy that you need and require to sustain over the course of a day and also over the course of a kind of film shoot is uh, another level that I didn't realise. I think the first two days, three days, I was up, the body was just getting used to the level of concentration that was required. I mean, the amount of decision-making that you, you need to do. However, having said that, Problems will arise, and the biggest thing I learnt was to, um, uh, to ha- the biggest probably the best thing that I learnt on 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 doing this was how you get about to solving problems. So uh, problems will arise every single day, and you're making decisions. You know, you're making how many decisions per per minute, but uh, when they arise, knowing that knowing what your film is about in a very deep way, allows you to move through those problem-making yep. decisions. And, and
0: using su- the skills of the others to share the load?
1: Correct, absolutely. Like, I mean, I'm, I was, com- you know, completely supported by everyone around me, but, you know, there will be, there will be and that, that's invaluable. Um, I think the thing that you need to just make sure is that that you know the film as deeply as you know it so that when things come up, you can solve those problems in a way that still supports the film.
0: Yep, yeah, yeah. Now the last thing, and this is the last thing, you're all going to go to the film, to the showing in v- Venice. How yeah, exciting. Yeah. Have That's you been right. there before?
2: I've been, I was lucky enough to go for a brief holiday a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's a lovely I, place. I Smelly past, but beautiful. Yeah, I remember walking past the cinema there and thinking, wouldn't it be great to come back here with a film? And uh, yeah, look at that. So we're actually heading off at the end of August. The film premieres uh, on the 1st of September. It'll be the world premiere over there, so we're very excited uh, to get over
0: Yeah, congratulations! Thank Thank you you so much, and thanks for coming in and talking to me.
2: You're welcome. Thanks.
0: Isn't that nice? Great to hear. It's like watching um, a quiz show when people actually win money. I love it. West of Sunshine, the debut uh, feature film from award-winning Melbourne director Jason Raftopoulos and uh, the director, oh sorry, the producer Alexos. Usas who are going off to Venice Coming up next is Published or Not We're going to go out with a fantastic Singer Kate Vigo Don't Explain
1: Hush now Don't explain Just say